This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. All right, Coach, ahead of the Detroit game, how'd you feel about practice today? Not very good. Yesterday was even worse, so I don't I don't know what's going on, but hopefully they're channeling their anger and we'll come out tomorrow and we'll play with great emotion and great enthusiasm, but we haven't had it at all all week. Last week, the road trip 2-0, obviously, in the Horizon League. You thought maybe that you were out of it, but with losses by Valpo, Green Bay, you're right back in it, sitting in third place. How are you feeling about the squad right now ahead of the game versus Detroit? Well, I think that when you're undefeated or one loss, I think you focus on that. When you lose the games we lost, I think you worry about it one game at a time and you try and get better and try and fix your mistakes. And if if you get fortunate enough that you fall back into it, then we'll worry about that the last week of the season. There's six games left. We've got three of the next four at home. Uh, We go to Detroit, and we've just got to take care of our business. We've been a good road team. You know, Cleveland State beat us here, and we were able to go beat Cleveland State. Detroit beat us here. Now let's see if we can go beat Detroit. And if we do, then we'll focus on the next one. And then as we get to that last week, we'll look where we stand and as far as seedings and what we got to do. You know, you've got to let it play out. You can't sit there and worry about it. Julio had a monster game here at the arena. What are you looking to do to try to stop him and Corey Allen, the leaders of that team at Detroit? Well, the thing we did in that game is we really focused on the three. We ran them off the three-point line. They were three of 20 from the three. We thought we thought that's how we needed to beat them. We scored 88 points in the game at home. You should win a game like that. Uh, the second half didn't go our way, and he dominated us in the second half. You know, I don't think we can let him get 39 again, but I thought our, our game plan on how we were going to guard was good. Uh, when you turn the ball over 25 times and get the game going fast and give out run-up, it's really not your defense. Even though we gave up 92 points, it really wasn't our defense. It was more how we played offense, the shots we gave them, and then the emotion of the game, how fast it was. And, and I mean, there were 80 possessions or so in the game, so you're going to give up more points when you do that. Uh, I'm not so sure that our defensive game plan wasn't the right one. It, it was what we did on offense that hurt us. Now, you had spoken on just letting Braylon maybe play through some mistakes. Then versus Cleveland State, kind of limited minutes when you had a, just a couple turnovers. And I know in practice today, you're really chiding him, making sure that you emphasize making good decisions, potentially getting some opportunities to make easier shots. How are you feeling about his progression? And are you feeling like, you know what, maybe there's an opportunity to let Stevie run it more now that he's back? Or do you feel like, you know what, Braylon needs a little bit more in terms of running this offense for you? Well, I mean... Yeah, I want to let him play through stuff, but I can't let him beat us. I mean, we are, we, it, this isn't a lost season where you say, okay, let's get him better for next year. I don't want to worry about next year. Yeah, do I want him to get better for next year? Sure. But at some point, he's got to step up and play well, too. And, and if he's not going to do that, then we have to look at alternatives. He did not play well in that game. And, you know, he's going to, get, he's going to be run out there tomorrow. It's a new day. If he plays well, then then great. But the, the objective is we got to win tomorrow. It's February. It's not, you know, it's time to win. And so that's the objective. And he's got to play well. He's just not going to be given minutes. There was a difference when we were five and four versus eight and four, and you're in the hunt. You know, so you've got to. He's got to step up and play good. You just can't. You know, if he can't handle the pressure, then then he's never going to be a good one anyway. So he's got to handle pressure. Is it more important for him to run your offense and make good decisions or keep the ball and uh, not turn it over? What, what did you see in well, the game versus Cleveland State? That's a combination of both. The, the real reason that he didn't play much in the Cleveland State game because I thought we were going to win the game with defense. 
and they're a big, strong team, and Nick Daniels was playing very well, plus Nick had five defensive rebounds, and Nick, the game was very slow. We didn't, you know, the game was so slow, you didn't need to rest people. You know, I mean, with all the media timeouts and, and a such, there were only 65 possessions in the game. So it wasn't a game that you were running people in. I would have put Braylon back in if it were a fast game. The rest, you know, Sharon, the rest. But the way the game was being played, Nick, I thought the only way we were going to win the game was with our defense because our offense was so bad. And at that point, I had what I thought was the best defensive team on the floor. It had nothing to do with Braylon and how he had played. It was I went down the stretch with the best defensive team. Now Jalen has been an offensive force for you guys, really keeping you a lot of games, averaging around 20, 21 points a game. How important is he going to be versus Detroit? Well, he had 28 and 16 against them last time, and the key is, is we could get him the ball. You know, we got to be able to break their pressure and break their press and get it to him down there. I don't think they're going to, you know, there aren't a lot of teams in our conference that can guard him, and I think Detroit's one of them that would struggle to guard him one-on-one, But and which is one of the reasons that, you know, they've, they do what they do is to, to turn play get us to play fast get us to turn it over and not be able to jam it down their throats with him it also keeps Hogan out of foul trouble so you know if I'm them I'm gonna mix it up come after us we're turnover prone our point guard position's a question mark and I would come after us that's I'm sure that's what they're gonna do we've got to handle pressure and get the ball to Jalen now on Monday, you and several people from Oakland and Detroit went down to check out Little Caesars Arena. What was it like being in the building at that stage of development? It looked like a nice, a nice view from the inside there. Yeah, it's 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 an unbelievable. They, you know, they say it's going to be the best in the world, and it probably will be for four or five years, and then somebody's going to build one better. That's how that works. But right now, it's man, it's something special, and and it was pretty cool to be. I, you know, I, I went through our building, you know, 17, 18 years ago when we built this, and. Uh, didn't look quite the same as that one did, and it's in the similar stage. So it's something special. Uh, it's going to be awesome, you know, if we can get to play a game in there and, and then the conference tournament in there. It's, it's really going to be awesome. And I think everybody in the Horizon League is just going to be excited about an opportunity to play in a facility like that. All right, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you.